it's it's still I, it still doesn't seem real to me because it's just such an important part of wrestling history that was put on pause for a second essentially and now it's we're, we're fast forwarding and we're gonna have this tournament every year and to be the first one it is really special <laughs> She fights her opponents as hard as she fights cavities and tartar. She's a doctor by day, pro wrestler by night. And yes, she's also the Sportskira Female Wrestler of the Year 2021. She has done so much and not once, I mean not once, has she signed back her opponent. Her name is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And she's our special guest on Sportskira Wrestling. How, how are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, perfect. So we had an expert panel of judges at the Sportskira Wrestling Awards. I mean, this included DDP, RVD, Booker T, Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, Arn Anderson, so many others. Hundreds of thousands of fans also voted and they decided that you should be the female wrestler of the year 2021. I mean, pretty much, uh, it was pretty much a clean sweep. The only person who got more votes was in another category, which was Roman Reigns. How do you feel about the prestigious one? Um, it's, that's really cool because, especially like in today's day and age where, you know, the, the Twitter trolls and the know-it-alls, they're, they're so, so, so heavy. With, with just their hate and to just toxic tweets coming at us all the time about how, you know, I can't wrestle, I can't cut a promo, I'm the worst, I need to go back to training. And then to hear some people that I look up to say that like I'm their female wrestler of the year, that's, it's just like a, it's like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, thank God something, I, I, it is working what I'm doing and I know I'm learning and I know I have a long way to grow, but like at least I'm making progress and I, and I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm making waves in professional wrestling. I think that's the goal. That's what everybody wants is that when they're done and they're retired, they want to be remembered more than anything. And I think that I'm really working my way towards that. But to have those people, um, you know, say say those nice things about me, because I listened to every single one of them because it was I was so honored and, and humbled by that. It's really special. And I and I thank them all, I think, personally. Amazing, amazing. And everyone tells me, I mean, everyone who's ever worked with you, I, I've interviewed a lot of them. They tell me how personable, how friendly you are. What made you decide that uh, you have this mean streak and maybe, uh, I, I mean, to use an, inter uh, an industry term, go heal? It was Kenny Omega's idea originally, actually. Kenny, it was his idea. Not, oh my God, that seems like an, another lifetime ago when I was a babyface. I don't even remember that at this point. But um, it was his idea. And I was all I was all for it, but I was so nervous because I'd never been a heel before. Like on the baby or, or on the indies, I was always a baby face, and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but I had so much help from Kenny, a lot of help from Cody, especially in the promo department, Chris Jericho in the promo department, and then with with Tony overall. And eventually, we all like as a as a team came up with this character that you see now that works. And I think it's just. The hardest part about being a heel is becoming comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. You you have you get to say and do what every what sometimes everybody's thinking, but all your social norms and social cues are telling you don't say that. That's not okay to say, even though you're thinking it. But you have to bypass that as a heel and just let it fly. And that's really hard to do at first. But then once you get once you're okay with it, it's the best. It's so much fun, and and I have a lot of fun with it. And it's it's fun. It's fun to be hated.
Amazing. Uh, so this is Forbidden Door season. Everybody's talking about, uh, you know, all the matches that we saw. The Forbidden Door match that every fan wanted to see you in is against Diona Perazzo, right? That comes up quite yeah. often. And uh, I mean, she's another person who is very friendly, very personable and is a heel who does that fantastically. Uh, would you, uh, I mean, is that still on your bucket list, that match? Um it will always be on my bucket list. Even after we have the match, it'll be on my bucket list to have another match with Diana because she's so amazing and you know she is one of my best friends. And it's, we we've all me and all my friends in wrestling have had such different paths. So it's always good to have somebody that is going through what you're going through or isn't going through what you're going through at all, but they can still understand and relate. Diana's always that for me. I can always vent to her. I can you know be excited with her. It's it's really special to have someone like that. And you know I think that. I can grow and learn a lot from Deanna too, because in the, in the ring, technically, she's she's one of the best there is. She really is. So I, I would really, really, really love to share the ring with her. And uh, so now you mentioned how you've silenced your critics and everything else. The name Open Heart will always be associated with yours. I mean, you are part of the history books now. What does that make you feel? That's it's still so surreal. Um, just to be a part, to be a part of the tournament in general was was very like, wow, we get to do that. Like AEW gets to do that, and I get, I get to be a part of it. That was, um, it's it's still I, it still doesn't seem real to me because it's just such an important part of wrestling history that was put on pause for a second essentially. And now it's we're, we're fast forwarding and we're gonna have this tournament every year and to be the first one. It is really special, and I hope that we, you know, we do his name and his legacy proud, and we, we continue to. And the other name associated with the, uh, I, I mean, winning the whole thing was Adam. A lot of us fans are concerned about how he's doing right now. Would uh, you care to share how he's doing? Um, he, well, he's definitely recovering and, you know, healing, so I hope just like everybody else that we get to see him back in the wrestling ring soon, but he's definitely got, has to take some time to recover. Awesome. 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 So, uh, okay. I had this, I had the chance to interview Thunder Rosa recently and she's gone on record uh, saying that your rivalry with her is almost like the uh, Austin and rock rivalry, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, do you think that's a valid comparison to make? No, I think Thunder Rosa should talk the least amount as possible in wrestling and in interviews and everything, and the world would be a better place because she sounds stupid all the time when she says anything. That's what I think. <laughs> no, I compare myself to the, to people like The Rock and, and Austin or anything like that. I am, um, you know, in character, sure. I I, I, I think I'm better. I'm Dr. Baker DMD is, is better than anybody, but when we're talking in realistic storyline settings, I don't think anything right now that i could do would be at that level someday i hope so maybe and i and i hope and pray that i can have that type of impact on the wrestling world but thunder rosa most of the time when she opens her mouth something stupid comes out okay and would you like to address the sandbag comments because that's gone viral right i'm sorry say that again the the whole sandbag promo that you oh done. yeah 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 that's gone viral i mean what made yeah. you blur the line um, I don't, I don't know. It, it's how do you prepare for flooding from thunderstorms, sandbags? So I don't know what, I don't understand what the problem is or what people are so upset about. So.